Probably about 70 right now. Yeah. About 70, 71 right now. Cannot complain. Definitely uh, some great weather right now. And um, what we have been, you know, as we call them Florida winters, they only last about two weeks. Our two and a half weeks of winter. Yep. Come and go. If the ground if the groundhog sees a shadow, we get like two days. <laughs> two more days. <laughs> hey, pretty much so. Can't complain. I'll be out of this bad boy, this podcast. I'm going to go to the gym or something like that. Go run. I'm sure you guys, it's a good day to go do something. But, yeah, it's a good day. It's a good day to get outside. Oh, absolutely. So, but hey, man, um, nonetheless, man, there's, there's been a, this has been an active sports week as far as we're going on. We're going to catch up at the end of tail end of this podcast. But of course, as you know, um, this is always how I like start a show, especially because Super Bowl Sunday is tomorrow. And me and Kevin, I would like to do something a little different when we, when we start the Super Bowl uh, show because I had read an article that saying that the cost of wings are going to be at an all-time high. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous, dude. It is ridiculous for wings. Popeye, here's just an example for people that don't know. Used to, Popeye's had a three-wheel, a three-piece wing snack that you could go to Popeye's and order. It wasn't on the menu. It was like a secret item. And it was only three ninety nine. And this was up until like about four or five months ago. Mm-hmm. I went to order that bad boy again. Eight dollars. Eight dollars. And all it is is three wings and a biscuit. And it is shot up to eight dollars from three ninety nine. <laughs> I went I went up to the counter I went what happened to three ninety nine? and they were like well the price of everything is going up I said well, you can keep them wings dude that's what I'm saying is like it's, <laughs> people just know when to raise stuff up at, at a certain time they know around this time that everybody want wings and that's what's going to be going crazy and, well remember the chicken remember they had the chicken wing shortage yep to where wings stopped where Wingstop was selling thighs. <laughs> so, it, 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 uh, man, I don't know what's happened. I don't know if COVID killed chickens or <laughs> what the hell is going on with the prices and stuff. I don't know where COVID killed gasoline, chickens. Um, it killed uh, people to go. Uh, well, uh, we can't say it didn't kill people to go to work because it's killed a lot of people. But people don't want to go to work. It, 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 it's killed everything. And I'm just, I, I just, 
it's, uh, it's crazy. There's there some statistics <laughs> about the wings. Nationwide, the cost of chicken rose 26%, the same time uh-huh. as last year. And mm-hmm. just to give you an example, as Kevin mentioned, um, even in <laughs> even in Mexico, uh, the, the highest wing selling them is reaching up to $26.23. Oh, here's a fun fact. In Mexico, they call them polo. <laughs> polo, is, polo is Spanish for chicken. Hey, Kevin Spanish work for the day. <laughs> exactly. The only reason I know that is because of Polo Tropical. That's <laughs> I'm taking a drink of water. You stupid. Which means in English, tropical chicken. <laughs> yeah, hey, if you want to learn Spanish, come to Kevin, man. <laughs> Do not. <laughs> so I segue into this because I, I I know we're talking about the wing shortage and the wings price gouging. It's like gas. Like it's like they got a price gouge the wings around this time. TV's gonna be going up too. Everybody knows what's going up around this day. I mean, TVs and what TC TVs go down. That's the thing with TVs during this time. TV prices go down. And everything, the price of food goes up because you could buy an eighty-inch TV right now, ones that were like three thousand dollars for fifteen hundred right now. Mm-hmm. It's always right around Super Bowl time. TV start going down in price. It's kind of like Black Friday, <laughs> but for sports, but for sports fans. <laughs> hey, even cheese dip went up. So your buffalo chicken cheese dip. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Anywho I, I, I say this because Me and Kevin Always like to Discuss what is Our favorite I've been invited To the Subo parts Now I know I'm asking They're cooking wings <laughs> Are you go, who, Whose party Are you going to I don't know yet I got invited To a couple of them But <laughs> I haven't I haven't got invited To any so I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, man. Well, hey, don't, don't go to Hooters and buy wings. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not going nowhere and getting no chicken wings. <laughs> okay, back to the original point. Kevin, what is your favorite food for the Super Bowl Sunday? <laughs> Hooters. Hooters needs to start selling bread. Oh. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> they do got fries too there. Yeah, they do got fries too there. Yeah, so they, yeah. if they started selling fries, uh, fries and breasts, they'd be making a lot of money. Sorry, any ladies that are listening to the show. <laughs> any, hey man. Um. So, what, what, what's speaking your of Hooters, speaking of Hooters, did you see the new shorts that they got them girls wearing? I did not, but I always thought they were trying to focus. I'm amazed on the Hooters. Not. not I'm amazed, Jason. No, I'm amazed Jason hasn't went yet. Well, he likes the other spot, Twin Peaks. That's what he likes. Yeah, look here. I'll say this before and I'll say it again. When we went to Twin Peaks, there were no Twin Peaks in that restaurant. (laughs) Yeah, and apparently that's that's his spot to go. There were some hills. There were some hills. There's a lot of desert. Where it was just flatland. There were there were no twin peaks. No twin peaks. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Restaurant so whatsoever. Alright, so I go to say this, since Kevin Anderson quit, I go first. I like to have a nice bag of chips and dips. So, you know, get the uh the henna line, you know, Tostino's chips, dip them with some cheese. 
<laughs> I do like wings on Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> but as you court, we did that one year, didn't we? Yes, yes, we did. Um, so it's funny. Because which which one was the was the Broncos in that one? No, no, that that was. I met up with Nick for that one when I was in that one. Doing the Nick house. But. No, when there was two of them, doof. The other one I was in Boston. <laughs> the one where y'all got y'all's butt whoops? Yeah, yeah. I remember we did the first episode and that's what you remind me of. It was All Star Week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's the one. No, we did a, no, we did a, no, we were doing a show before that. Because remember, I called, uh, on the show, I called Percy Harvin doing stuff. No, no, we didn't. Our first episode was about him getting star week. I thought, no, I thought we did. I, I, I thought we did stuff on the one because I told John I called whatever. I don't remember. I'm getting old. No. I'm, my memory is shot. I know our first show was on All Star Weekend. I just forgot how long ago it was. Yeah, it was long. Yeah, it was definitely uh, that Seattle, Denver Super Bowl. Anywho, we're going back to that. I like. What you like? What you like, man? <laughs> For Super Bowl Sunday, food wise. <laughs> I eat whatever's free. <laughs> it ain't gonna be chicken wings. <laughs> whatever, no, no. Whatever the person has at their house that I'm invited to, I'll eat it. There, there you go. There you go. But, but I eat. It's not a specific thing. My thing is, look, leave me alone during the commercials. Let me watch the commercials. I'll eat whatever you got. Just let me eat. Not, but you like it's normal though. You like chicken wings and stuff like that. Pizza's always decent to get on Super Bowl if you. But you got to order it now if you want it before the game tomorrow. Yeah. So. Yeah. Go ahead and put your order in now. That way it's ready by the time the game starts. <laughs> uh, but but nah, man. Uh, some good ri- some ribs on the smoker and stuff like that. We've had that last couple of years when we went to Eric's house. Okay. Um, yeah, man, it's just, it seems like we talk about this every year, though. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it does. But yeah, man. We, we do this answer before we go into details of the Super Bowl, so that's why I say something. Yeah, it don't, it don't, it don't, it don't change. We just, we, it, 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 Cortez always likes chicken wings. We all know that. We order, <laughs> he likes dicks, too, if you didn't already know. Um, <laughs> Isn't that where we? That's where we ordered them from. That yes, one Super Bowl, yes, we did. We we got yeah. a crap load of wings from from Dicks. So we we ordered what? We had like a hundred. No, no, it was no, it was fifty. Yeah, because me, you, your mom, your dad, like we all put in. Like it was, crazy. It was me, you. It was me, you, Crystal. Yep. Uh, I think mom and dad ate some. Yep. We order a lot. I remember we order a lot. Yeah, we had a bunch. We like we cooking. Let's just order some wings. <laughs> well, that was your idea. Yeah, yeah. That that. Well, I mean, your idea. You were like, "Hey, let's order some wings." I was like, "I don't care." <laughs> He's like, "Hey, whatever." I was like, "What flavor do you want?" But nonetheless, wings to go to um, the commercials. Is far, you know, it's always a big part of it. So the Super Bowl. Uh, halftime show is going to be great this year. It's got a great lineup. We can talk about who's in it. Kev, name them. We hope. We hope it's going to be great. Yeah. We hope. Yeah. We hope it's going to be great. 
We don't know for sure it's going to be great, but we're hoping it's going to be great. But the funny part about it is the Hoots halftime show is much like the L.A. Rams. <laughs> A bunch of superstars and then one white guy from Detroit. <laughs> hey, we got the halftime show with Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige, Kendra Lamar, and Eminem. Like, that's quite the lineup, man. That is quite now, the lineup. See, I was, I'm hoping they have, like, some cameos by other people in it. Yeah. Because, like, like it'd be cool to see Ice Cube come out. Because guys that are synonymous with LA, it would be it would be cool to have those guys mm-hmm. kind of come out there. Yeah, that too, and 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 have all the little mister of the West Coast over there. So you have like a little West Coast rap one, and pretty cool by Snoop Dogg, by the way, to buy Death Row Records. You know, oh yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Uh, hopefully, he signs a bunch of like young up-and-coming people out there and yeah. gives them a chance to because you know Snoop's all about being he's a people person now so yeah. he wasn't like what he was when he first started now Snoop has become older and he's more of a people person and mm-hmm. done a lot with he's done a lot with kids uh, kids pop Warner football oh, yeah. he's done a really really lot with them working with the NFL with pop Warner and stuff so uh, hopefully he uh, Hopefully he does that. Hopefully Dre kind of helps him out a little bit on it, and they kind of share and get everybody together and see what they can do. Yeah, that's perfect timing, too. He just dropped a new album this week. Super Bowl weekend is coming up, and he dropped a new album. So, hey. Did about, he really? self-promotion, yeah. He dropped a new album. It is called, Snoop dropped a new album. Snoop dropped a new album. It's called B-O-D-R. And it just dropped Big like last up. week. So he actually made a song through the Curb Your Enthusiasm thing. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> so, hey, uh, all about that. Is Super it on Money Spotify? It, yeah, it's on Spotify, Apple Music. It's, all, it's on the platforms. Cool. I'll go and listen to it. Check it out. So, nonetheless, it should be a great halftime. Well, as Kevin said, we're hoping for a great halftime show. I'm just going to pressure on that. I think it's going to be a, a, a good halftime show because I. I we knew what we both like them. So commercials gonna be good. Who is singing? Well, see, this is this is one of them things where all these youngins are going to find out what their parents are really like. <laughs> oh, that's my jam! <laughs> if it, as soon as you hear, doom, 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 everybody's like, "Oh, there it is." Never mind, uh, kids, get out. <laughs> oh yeah, you already can see all the bunch of TikTok videos going viral here. So it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty fun. Nonetheless, hey, <clears throat> our matchup: you have the Cincinnati Bengals versus the Los Angeles Rams. Mark's work requires a severance procedure. I don't know where I came from, but hey, just a commercial loaded up when I was trying. I'm cook. Stuff, but. They but cool. They offered a severance. They offer a severance procedure. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin, initial thoughts of this game. The path to get here Unex- and everything like that between the Rams and the Bengals. Expected on one side, kind of unexpected on the other side. It's that you got the one team that got hot against the team that was everybody suspected when they made moves and everything that they were going to make it this far. So it's that it's that contrast in 
it's not really a contrast in styles because both of these teams play similar mm-hmm. with who, who they got on offense and who they got on defense. They kind of play similar, but uh, one of them was definitely definitely a uh, pleasant surprise and a different. We, we're getting a little uh, parody now through this Super Bowl. So uh, it was, it's a refreshing change from people that get tired of seeing the same teams in it over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Or people, not teams, because lately it's been like one person has been in it over and over again, whichever team he went to. So uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a pleasant surprise. Yes, yes. Watching the, the rise of the Bengals, and, and like Kevin mentioned, they just got hired at the right time. They got a wonderful offense. Up and coming quarterback who is going to be good for ages. So Cincinnati got some things to build around, some momentum. They do run into this team that has been destined, as Kevin mentioned, to to get there from the get go. They made a lot of moves to put themselves in place to make a run like this. And yep. So the Rams are definitely set up for a, a you know to get here. They added pieces like you know Odell Beckham Jr. And, Brian Miller and Matt Stafford. So, like, this this is what they aim for. So, anything short of not getting a Super Bowl victory is, is failure for both teams. But Cincinnati is definitely a story. It's been a fun story to watch them grow. You know, <laughs> with me and Kevin, just just in all about you know Joe and and Jamar Chase just them going off in Kansas City. And then here they are, meeting them in the playoffs, and then they were down, and then they came back. And because I knew when I watched the game in particular, I'm like, well, I'm already going to turn this off. Congratulations, Kansas City. Unfortunately, I don't want them to be there. And then, lo and behold, this team that just, they don't quit. I, I don't know what it is. They just got this underdog, this junkyard mentality. And uh, the second half, they looked like completely different football team, which was especially crazy. on the especially on the defensive side of the ball. You were getting eight up. Kansas City was doing whatever they wanted to do, mm-hmm. and then Kansas City went away from everything that they wanted to do, and Cincinnati took away what they were doing, and it was it was just an amazing turnaround. And then that gave Burrow and them a chance to to get hot in the second half, which they've done in a whole bunch of games. So uh, Cincinnati's definitely a second-half team. That means when you're watching tomorrow and they go down 17 nothing, don't worry about it. Just watch the halftime show, and the second half of the game will be a lot better. <laughs> and I was about to ask you that, Kevin. Can they, have, can they afford to get down against this particular team here? Uh, the, ba- the biggest key to this game, the biggest key, is if Cincinnati's offensive line is going to be able to hold up against that Rams front. That's the biggest, that's by far is the biggest key to this football game. If they can, if they can give Burrow just a little bit of time, as we saw in the Tennessee game, they can just give him a little bit of time. He's going to eat him a lot. He, he'll, he'll do whatever because they're going to move Chase around because I don't think the Rams are going to have Jalen following. If J- if Jalen follows Chase around the whole game, then we're talking a different story on what Cincinnati's mindset is. Mm-hmm. But if if Jalen stays on one side of the ball and they move Javar around to get him the ball, 
that, that, that the key matchup is that offensive line versus that defensive front of uh, of Los Angeles. Yeah, you and uh, but they definitely you you can't get a you can't afford to get down that much in this game because of that defensive line and because of the pass rush that that defensive line has. You can't get behind and think you're going to throw your way out of it because they're going to come after you with Von Miller on one side and Aaron Donald and all the rest of them. Yeah, you you can't afford to do that. Yeah, Kevin mentioned about them not getting behind. And you see Donald with 12 and a half sacks. Leonard Ford, their linebacker, got nine and a half. Von Miller's got five. So they, they got people that put the extreme pressure on the quarterback here. And, and you don't want to have Joe Burrow throw the ball 50-some times against this, this defense. And I'm telling you, if they let Joe Burrow get sacked nine times again, <laughs> they, they it's a different outcome because – they have to get mixing going. Yeah, they have to get they have to get him touches. They have to get him. They have to get him yards. Look what happened at the end of, at the Kansas City game. Mm-hmm. The second half, they started getting mixing the ball a little bit more, and the comeback started because Kansas City, Kansas City's defense. Don't get me wrong; they're nowhere near as good as Los Angeles is. Hey, I said it right. I called them Los Angeles. They uh, they're nowhere near as good as they are. So you have to uh, – it, it's Cincinnati, this is probably the best defense Cincinnati has ran into in a, in a while. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, this is probably the best defense that Los Angeles has ran into. Even even counting the Buccaneers, who on paper are better. But right now, Cincinnati's defense is playing better than any team that Los Angeles has seen in the playoffs. Yeah, you mentioned that. <clears throat> They they have a, a bunch of talent over there as well too. They got uh, pretty much they got Von Bell at safety. They got Logan Wilson at linebacker. So um, Eli Apple, you know he's been <laughs> he's been on Twitter for other reasons. I don't know, run his mouth, but he's he's been, he's been doing pretty solid. But they they got a lot of talent over there too, and they're they're playing right or they're playing pretty good at the right time. So um, Trey. Is uh, Henderson is another guy that I forgot to mention that defensive end. Uh, he's their pro bowler who's been fantastic. So Kevin's right. Like it, it really all start with Henderson. That way, if he gets going and put pressure on on Stafford, who is known to prone over the turn of the ball, anything can happen. Not this, not this year necessarily. Though he's done, he's done very good at limiting his uh, his turnovers this year. He does done some boneheaded ass things still. But he he he's limited. Yeah, I, he's I really coming down with that issue. I will say this: during their losing streak, their losing spell, you know, there's teams that go through that. He was looking a little bit rough, and then recently, when they come to when they going into the postseason, he he did pretty well. But that's why I say you let Henderson get to you and put that pressure on you. Uh, this dude got 14 sacks, <laughs> so uh, he's got some. He's got some dudes to throw the football to. Uh, I, I can tell you. Uh, I can tell you that much. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Kevin, I'm about to mention because you, you you are used to watching Ramsey. You play for Jack. So, uh, how are they going to line him up, and how are they going to play him? What you what you see in his role in this game? Like I said, usually a lot of times with Jalen, you don't. They don't. They don't move him. Like usually, you saw 
like Richard Sherman, uh, Daryl Revis, other guys like that, you would see move with the best receiver. A few times in Jacksonville, he did that here where he, they would move him with the best receiver, but I haven't seen a lot of them doing that with the Rams because they like their scheme and, and they like to do things that certain way, and it's because of that front. But um, I don't know. I think they're going to just leave him on one side. I don't think they'll have any shadows chase, which is what I would do. Yeah. Because the Jalen Ramsey is the best corner in, in pro football. Yeah. Like even if, if I went to a party tomorrow, I'm wearing my Jalen Ramsey jersey just because. I'm with you. I'm wearing my Von Miller jersey tomorrow. <laughs> hey, support you guys. That was I would great. wear Jalen. I would wear Jalen one because Jalen was right about the whole Jaguar thing. I can go back into that all if I want to. People just here didn't like him because they thought he was a jerk. He was nothing nice to me. I have nothing bad to say about Jalen. Jalen was right about the whole stupid football team from the up to the bottom. So I'm not even getting started on that. But yeah, I, and he's arguably the best player on the defensive side of the ball. And that's something to say when you got Aaron Donald and all these other guys. Yeah. But, uh, but no, I think they just keep him on one side and, uh, and then just let him play from there. But I think if Jamar Chase does get going, that I wouldn't be surprised if they're like Jalen, follow him around finally. So this is a matchup. I'm, I'm thinking the last time this happened. It was recently too, not too long ago, but and Kevin probably needs to more insight on this. Number one offense versus the number one defense. Um, no one it's offense. happened all the time. It happened um, uh, Denver and Seattle was one. Yeah, that was one. I mean, I yeah, Denver, time. Seattle. It's been, it's been I, I know they had put it up, uh, some, something up. Um, New England, New England and Philadelphia was one. Mm-hmm. Um... Who was it last year? Bucks and Kansas. No, that was definitely not. Yeah, that was one. Yeah, the Bucks and the uh, Raiders. Bucks were one. Kansas City was one. Yep. Yep. That one was one. Um. Uh. There was a. There was. There, there's been a bunch lately, though. Uh, almost all of New England Super Bowls were that way, because their defense was always number one in the league, or close to it. And the teams they were going up against were really high. Like New England's first one that they won, they're against the Rams. Mm -hmm. I think they were the number one defense and the Rams were the number one offense. Uh, Yeah, there's been a bunch. Yeah, but I know this this has always been... uh, And it's really a split, too, between which defense... Well, not really a split. I think the defense has won a little bit more than the offense does. But... uh, but yeah, it, it this one this one should be uh, pretty fun. Yep, here it is. Uh, hmm, should be a, should be a good one to watch here. All right, Kev. So, who's your S factor on on the Bengals? Who, 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 who's the Bengals X factor. Whatever receiver other than the, um, I think it's going to be. Uh, really, I want to go with Mixon. Because I think they they really need to get him going, and uh, he's the guy that doesn't get a lot of uh, a lot of play. But I'm gonna go with like Higgins, Higgins or Boyd is really who I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna put them both together because outside of Jamar Chase, they're gonna need one or both of them guys to show up because that's gonna take. They need to take some pressure off of the. Uh, 
off of Burrow to where he won't look for Chase the whole time, and they'll be able to get the ball to him too. And I know Cincinnati's getting their tight end back. So, uh, yeah, they should they should have all their pieces going in. But I'm going to go with the, the two other receivers beside Jamar Chase. Just lump them together as one person. Okay. Hick Boyd. We'll call him Hick Boyd. Gotcha. I'm going with Henderson. He's going to have to put pressure on on their quarterback, uh, the round quarterback, Matt Stafford. Uh, I, I said, Kevin, we mentioned earlier that, you know, you put some pressure on them, try to make them think a little bit faster, uh, get them on their toes. So I think long it starts with him. Long as it starts with him to get that pressure on the quarterback, the rest of the defense falls in place. Uh, they really, as we mentioned before, cannot start from behind. So they really got to set the tone. He's got to set the tone on defense for me as a Bengals to kind of look out for. Uh, S-Factor for the Rams. Who, who's your S-Factor for the Rams? Oh, uh, Jalen Ramsey. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> actually, a guy they signed not too long ago for the playoff run has actually played pretty well and gives them that veteran presence, Eric Weddle. Ooh. I'm going to say Eric's going to be their X-Factor. He's made some He's made some plays in these ball games. And it, it hasn't gone gone on notice, especially with me. Uh, yeah, so I'm gonna go with Eric Whittle. Okay, interesting. All right, um, I'm gonna go with their running game, the the Rams running game. They got Henderson back there, and so he needs stuff. They got uh, Sony Michelle back there, uh, so they they need to make sure that they can kind of keep them at bay, keep the game at pace, uh, get respectable. As uh, long as you get them guys to get some rushing attempts and slow the game down and get the time possession, uh, should be a big, big, uh, big in the favor for the Rams. So that uh, open up the um, play action game. Get, uh, you know, they're who they got? They got OBJ and they also got the speech of Deshaun Jackson on there. He can make a big play from time to time. Ty Higby is been pretty solid. So well, Higby's uh, not playing. Man, I mean, we we got to talk. I, I, it's cool because the easy one to choose. He's a freaking man. <laughs> yeah, Hig. Higby, uh, Higby's out. Higby is for, out for, yeah, he's he's out for this game. Um, so they're going to rely on that kid that went nuts last week or two weeks ago. He went absolutely nuts. Uh, I forgot his name, but uh, look up. for him. Look, yeah, look for him to be involved a lot. Talking about Blayton, Kendall Blayton. <laughs> yeah, that dude. Yeah, he went stupid. Mm-hmm. When Higby went out, they they still threw the ball to him. So look for him to get look for him to get some play. Uh, coming out of that tight end position too. Speaking of injury, it just I'm glad that they get there, but it just sucks not to see Robert Robert Woods be a part of this. It just sucks for anybody be not part of it, but I know that he he's been out the whole season. But just but just look though, Robert Woods doesn't get hurt. They don't go out and get it. Uh, they don't go out and get Beckham. Yep, you're right. They don't they they, they don't have him. Uh, they don't probably don't go out and look to get him mm-hmm. in. I don't know. Did, did did they get Odell before or after the Woods victory? I want to say after. It was after the Woods injury, I believe. Yeah, I think it was too. But uh, but yeah, definitely, definitely the guy that's going to be under. Uh, I think he scores a touchdown in the game. Uh, Van Jefferson. Okay. Yep. But if you want to know who my X factor of the whole stupid game is going to be. Because uh, I think it's going to come down to something like this is 
Evan McMoney McPherson. <laughs> hey, I knew you were going to speak about him. <laughs> yeah, uh, that dude has been nothing but... Oh, yeah. I don't know why all of a sudden I got a Radley in my head, but... Uh, no, that guy That guy all season long has been nothing but... Uh, but money. So uh, if it comes down, if it comes down to him and they're fifty or more in, yeah, they're they're Cincinnati's winning the ball game. Gotcha. He'll go up to him and told him, "Hey, can you just believe we won the Super Bowl?" <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah, time's gone. Who are you picking to win the Super Bowl? I've been struggling with it all week long because, like, my heart is saying Cincinnati because uh, want something good to happen for them. It's 33 years since they've been to the Super Bowl. Uh, but uh, my head and everything else besides my heart is saying the Los Angeles Rams. So I, I think I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the Rams. Whoever wins, though, I'm happy with. I don't care. This is one of those ones where I have no rooting interest or particularly hate or do not hate the other team. Uh, yeah, whoever wins. I'm going to go with the Rams, but if Cincinnati wins, that'll be perfectly fine with me, too. I am very excited for both of these teams to be here. As Kevin mentioned, no ill will towards both of these teams, whoever wins. Deserves it. They, they both deserve to be here, and um, it's very exciting to see their path to get here. I'm just—I know it's been very exciting to watch Cincinnati to get here, and and you know they're they're the the hot team right now, and and sometimes you know let's say the hot team does somehow pull off miracles and and win the whole thing. I do not believe that will happen tomorrow. I do believe that the Rams will win, and they will win in a pretty much a a, a statement statement fashion. I don't think it would be close. I like for it to be close. I just don't see a close game, Kevin. I think it's going to end up being pretty much a two touchdown game. And I, 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 th- I think I think it. I think it'll be close. I actually, I'm actually thinking it, it's go, it's going to be close because we, we always say we we, we the, the games we always say are going to be blowouts. What does we always what does always happen? <laughs> They're close. Yeah. The game the games we say are going to be close. What happens? Like last year, we thought that game was going to be close. It wasn't close at all. <laughs> uh, it wasn't just beat down, but nonetheless, that was a. That was a that was a half whooping. We'll, we'll just say what it was last year. Oh yeah, that was yeah. an ass whooping with a shitty halftime show. But listen, I'm 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 happy for Vaughn getting there. I'm gonna be rocking his jersey tomorrow, um, supporting him. And I'm I'm happy if I had listen. I'm rooting for Edmund McPherson too. You know he's a Gator, so hopefully he can. There's a on. bunch of the Gators have the most most. Uh, they have five. They got five in 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 the in the Super Bowl. Right. I think they got five players in the Super Bowl. That's what's up. Because uh, there's a few on Cincinnati. I think there's two on Cincinnati and three on uh, three on LA or something like that. Okay. So uh, 
Yeah, they got they got a pretty good amount in, right. in the Super Bowl. So uh, it'd be fun. You got Van Jeffrey. I know you got Van Jefferson on one side, and you got McPherson on the other. <laughs> I know those two for certain. But I think there's more. I think there's more on there as well. Yeah. Yeah. Go Gators. <laughs> but it should be it should be a, it should be a good it should be a good Super Bowl. Though. Yeah. Speaking of Florida, speaking of Florida, how about a coach coming in? The 76th ranked recruiting class when he started, number 19 after recruiting day. All right, Billy's doing work. <laughs> he took it from 76 to 19. All right, nothing wrong with that. Oh boy, boy, putting it work wearing them Jordans. <laughs> wearing, wearing them, wearing them Jordans out. Oh man. Hey, yeah, let's talk about the trade deadline, man. Oh, hold on. Before we go into basketball, we got to talk about something else that is football-related. And that is very near and dear to my heart. The first Jacksonville Jaguar to be inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, Tony Baselli. Ah, congratulations. Tony Baselli. Now the now the only team I don't think that has one is the Houston Texans. But when JJ Watt gets there, you'll know he'll make it. But Tony Baselli is the first ever Jacksonville Jaguar to be inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Ah. So just wanted to give a shout out to Tony Baselli, not only one of the best offensive tackles to ever play professional football, but a great dude and a good human being, especially for the community of Jacksonville. Uh, he still lives here part-time, I think, or no, probably full-time, who knows, but Tony still lives here. Uh, he's a uh, He's been an ambassador for the team. Sometimes he's been one of those guys that takes up for him a little too much, but he, he works for him, so he has to. But uh, but yeah, man, congratulations to him. Gives us all uh, something to be proud of. And let's not forget, Leroy Butler is now into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, who is from Jacksonville. Ah. So a pretty cool year, pretty cool year for the Hall of Fame, getting the first ever Jacksonville Jaguar in it. But also a guy from Jacksonville is going in as well. Long overdue for Leroy Butler. He should have been in. He should have been in a long time ago. Uh, but yeah, Jacksonville has a uh, has a pretty good duo going into the uh, Hall of Fame this year. Uh, a lot of people are probably going up there for it. So Ohio, if you thought you were redneck now, oh boy, you ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, congratulations to those guys there, man. So uh. <laughs> get ready, get ready for a crap ton of Duval chants in Canton, Ohio, come August. Because <laughs> it's going to come from Tony and from Leroy. Leroy already did it on his on his Instagram page with Tony Baselli in the picture too. So, oh, nice. So, trying to pull up the. Uh, so let's let's talk about the big trade, man. I know we got a bunch of big trades that happened, but let's let's talk about the big one that happened. Oh, you mean you mean the one where y'all got Bo Bo in cast consideration? <laughs> this Because I heard cast consideration was going to be a big time player for you guys. <laughs> like like y'all even made him a jersey. <laughs> 
Hey, my favorite player, bro. I love cat consideration. He's he has one. to be because the rest of them suck. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so the James Harden and the Ben Simmons deal, uh, it included, let's see, James Harden. As I'm trying to pull stuff out right now. You got James Harden and you had Paul Millsap in there who's he was they're trying to find another opportunity get traded to the Seven Sisters to go to the Nets. You got Ben Simmons, Seth Curry. Uh, there, I believe there were some and a pick. Yeah, and I think I think y'all's favorite player is in there too. Yeah, so there there was quite a bit of uh, moves, and I'm, I'm trying to look it up exactly. How. Kevin, first of all, let's just talk about why I look up stuff here. Um, this deal between isn't this kind of weird that they you, you have a in division trade? <laughs> yeah, but both of them had people they were wanting to get rid of. Like it was one of those things where look, we don't want him, we don't want him, so let's just flip flop him and see what happens. And it it needed to be done for the sake of both teams. So, uh, yeah, where it's weird to do it in between your foes, uh, they apparently these were the only two teams that wanted each other's fuck up. So the bad part, the, bit, the, the biggest part of this trade is Seth Curry being involved in the deal. That's, that's, that's the one that's going to help Brooklyn out the most. Yeah, you get a ton of shooting, man, like ton of shooting with him. You got the spacing for Kevin Durant now. Well, you have to because you got no shooting at Ben Simmons' place. So you have to have some shooting to help because you're not getting there with that other guy. So, <laughs> Kevin, let me just say this, man, and I'm, I'm signing off on James Harden. More than Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons and least know that he let you know at the beginning of the season he was not going to play. Now, how he went about it, whatever, fine, cool. James Harden pretty much is a bitch. Thank you. I'll say it. I'll say it for you. Thank you. He is a bitch. The way he went about shit and woe is me and bullshit like that. You know what? You know when he turned into a bitch? When they changed the freaking foul rule. James Harden turned into a bitch when they changed that foul rule. That's it. He's not going to be the same player because he can't get away with all that crap that he done before. And that's when he turned into a baby. And then he just kept babying and babying and babying and babying and babying. So, hey, good for you. Go have fun. Go do that stuff with Embiid who punch you. I'm just saying, like, the fact that this man could initially went to Philadelphia. The, the he could have went, went anywhere he wanted to. He, people were going to trade for him. They could have went anywhere they wanted to. The, the Nets could have held on to two really good people to pair with Kevin Durant and them. Instead, James Harden cost the Nets two really good young players. They cost they cost him Kerry LeVert and Jared Allen, who didn't have to go. Exactly. Neither one of them had to go. And both of them, it's really good to have with Kevin Garnett or Kevin Durant right now. Yeah. And so... I'm looking at this from his word. Tillman, he asked, like, did you, do you want to go to Philly or do you want to go play for the Nets? 
And he chose the next. And then now he wanted to go play for the 76ers. And he talking about, I don't want to make this public because it made me like, yeah, you like the bad guy. You look terrible because you just ruined two franchises. Mm-hmm. And so now... At least Ben Simmons, at least Ben Simmons owned up to it. Yeah, he owned up and to said, it. And said he wasn't going to play. Like, he was like, I'm not playing with these shearheads because of what they did. So I'm, I'm not going to play with him because he felt like he got disrespected. That's why I'm... Not, that's not why hiding I'm, crap. Uh, Kevin, this is why I wanted him to get compared to Michael or D-Wade or Kobe anymore. Anymore. I don't want to hear this no more. I don't want him to get compared to these guys because this is ridiculous. One, 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 one. If anybody's compared James Harden to any of those guys that you just said right then, y'all needed to have your head examined from the get-go because he is in no way in any of those guys' class. No. None. None. He took advantage of stupid NBA rules. And he scored all them points because he went to the foul line a bunch because he was doing butt hip tosses into people just so he could get a foul call. No, nah, man, you, I, I, no, no, don't even. If you're comparing those guys to that, you, you need to be slapped directly in the head. So with an open palm. <laughs> I've got to add, it's Andre Drummond. They get a 22nd first round pick and a 27. Uh, first round pick. So the next for the assets they did lost, they did gain something back. So Oh yeah. That 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 ain't that that that's a bad that ain't a bad recruit because look, 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 look. The Nets won the trade. Oh absolutely. Easily. Absolutely. Easily, easily won the trade. So I, it, Philadelphia thinks they won just because they got rid of Ben Simmons. Well good luck dealing with James Hart. <laughs> Which all the strip club jokes has already been coming to. Because look here, if you, when you when you look at the East, when you look at the East, there's only one team with a real big veteran presence that's doing really good. Well, two. There's one team with a real big veteran presence that's doing really good, and then the rest of them are kind of falling down, and that's the Heat. Mm-hmm. The Heat have a good mix right now. Them and Milwaukee have a good mix. The rest of the teams that are up there are young. Cavs, Bulls. Uh, who else is up there now that nobody expected to be up there? Uh, it's, uh, uh, to- Toronto. Um, just, yeah, you, you have a lot of younger teams that are pulling up in the East, kind of like what's happened out West. Mm-hmm where the younger teams have pulled up out West. It's just the East was playing a different type of ball. So the East was, East gradually filled in that way. But now the East is starting to go, hey, these young guys running and everything like that, it's starting to, it's starting to catch up to where the West, kind of like how the West is. Yeah. But you still got to contend with the one good team that has the veterans and the young guys that can still run even with the old guys, but they have enough young guys that are running with them. So <laughs> the Heat are going to – look, if y'all don't think the Heat are going to be for real, they don't have a lot of home uh, away games during the second half of the year. I think they only got like seven or eight road games left after All-Star break. And the rest of the games are at home. This team – scary. Hey, now y'all look good, man. 
And, you know, the East is going to be fun to watch with, you know, those top four teams. Uh, it's going to be, hopefully, when KD comes back, I don't know when he's coming back. But when he does come back, it's going to be a fun group to watch because now you got Vincent who can pass, play defense, Steph Curry, Andre Drummond, who's a bruiser. So it's, it's the Nets it, just got a lot better. It, so The big thing is, 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 is Ben Simmons going to be ready to play? Because mm-hmm. you do one thing. One thing with Ben is you don't have to worry about. Well, is his shot going to be okay? You don't have one to begin with, so you, you ain't got to worry about the rust being on his jump shot because it was already rusty to begin with. You got to worry about is his conditioning going to be up? Is he going to still be able to play that defense that he can do? Because really, on the nets, they're going to be asking him, "Hey, dude, be a playmaker." Go to the hole, pass, play defense, because they got guys that can score. So he he he's going to a place where he he's he's going to fit in if he don't get too uh, caught up in his emotions. He'll he'll be able to fit in. Absolutely. All right. Some other trade discussed. We had the Mavericks singing Sam Porzingis to the Wizards. The Mavericks get Spencer Dinwiddie and Davis Bertans, and then the Wizards get. Porzingis and a second-round draft pick. Porzingis and the Doncic experience did not work out. Kev, your thoughts about them two not working out and him getting another start playing with Bill? With, with the Wizards. Well, well, Bill's out for the year now with his wrist surgery, mm-hmm. so he's not going to be available the rest of the year. So we'll see that oh. next year. <laughs> I went, but sorry, I, I went away. But um, no, Bill, Bill's already out with his with the wrist surgery for the rest of the year. Yeah, I've in Washington, so that, yeah. so he might be, he might be, that might be his last days in Washington. You know what I mean? Because oh, he, yeah, where he keeps saying he wants to stay in Washington, does he really? I don't know, man. <laughs> hey, we'll, we'll see how much money talks or how much you want to stay there when it comes to it. But they did they did make at least someone that can – I mean, they had to get rid of Spencer Denwee because I heard he was causing issues in the locker room. Davis Bertans, he literally had that one season where he just went bananas from the three-point line was making everything. He was a flamethrower. He got paid and just said – I'm not interested anymore. Yeah, don't it seem like when everybody gets paid, they go on these big ass shooting slumps and they start playing like nowhere near how good they were playing before they got the money. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm sorry. I mean, there's plenty of people we can talk about, but yeah, that just came to mind. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay, but no, yeah. I, I I actually like you know he's gonna space out for. Now listen, you got Duncan that can have the ball. You pick it out, you spread the floor. It's 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 good space. I don't know because then will he need the ball in hand too? So I was confused about. I guess it was just like get rid of him, and and I it, it felt it felt the same way with the Mavericks because they was like Brzezinski's. There was no issue between him and Dantich, so they were just like get rid of these two guys. So I'm just I get it for the weirdest point of view. They get Brzezinski's, so, you know. A guy that can spread the floor, defense, and he's solid. You know, he, he was an all-star with the Knicks, so he's, he's a solid player. I'm just trying to figure out how does his Dinwiddie fits, who also like to handle the ball, just like Doncic like to handle the ball. So I'm just trying to figure that one out myself. But 
None look, there ain't nobody. Look, there ain't nobody getting the ball from Luca. So you might as well just forget about that mess. Yeah. The man's like, "Oh, you traded away my dude? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna drop forty or fifty. <laughs> just, just because." All right. Other trades, we're not going to really duck discussing that, but let's see. You got Celtics who acquired Derek White from the Spurs. Uh, they sent Josh Richardson, Romeo Lanford, a 22 and 28 draft pick. Uh, Tice returns to the Celtics. Uh, so they traded Dennis Schroeder, uh, Ennis Frenham, who got waived, <laughs> and Bruno Fernando. Let's get there. We don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> Sorry, parents that have watched that movie, they'll get that joke. <laughs> Serge Ibaka uh, got traded to the Bucks. Y'all are still paying him, right? <laughs> no, he's off the payroll. Oh, okay. Oh. Montrez Harrell got traded to the Hornets. Uh, and then Torrey Craig, he's going back to the Suns. Galen Smith with the Pacers, I think he got cut. Uh, Raptors uh, trade to the Spurs. Pacers got Pacers got rid of Sabonis and I was those guys in that one trade. Yep, I was I was trying to pull that one up here, just going through them. Dragic get trade to the Spurs. I heard he's going to be a buyout candidate, so maybe he might go back to the Heat because he's been passing with the Heat, even though he plays with another NBA team. <laughs> he's been at more games with the Heat than some people in Miami. Oh, <laughs> you man. That's I'm different. like that man. Look, dude. Once you once you get there, and you fall in love with a place, and you fall in love with the team, and how they play, and everything, you always want to go back. Your always heart is always wanting to go back to that one spot. Yeah. And yeah. and Goran's like, you don't need a backup. Well, if Oladipo comes back, no. But <laughs> sure. <sighs> look, I'd take look. I'd take him back as a backup. It'd be perfect for the playoffs. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Hey, listen, I'm sure. Playoff, you playoff, Dragic was fun. <laughs> Magic, like, and he's a. And what have I always said was the Heat, Heat's weakness? They don't have that backup point guard. Yeah. Um, and him coming in for that shit. Yeah, you <laughs> signed me up. There it is. Magic get um, Obama part two. <laughs> Bobo. Cash consideration? Yeah, oh. we got, yeah, we got cash considerations and 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 a future second round draft pick. Um, Look, I'm 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 sorry to tell, and I'd only bring this up because you said magic. But the dude on my the dude on my Twitter page. Look, man, all you you have got a couple of good players. Like you got a few good ones that are good right now, and that's Cole Anthony and the kid that freaking. Cortez hated drafting and Wagner. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's it. You can say you got Isaac. You can say you got folks. You can say all of them are hurt. The best, if you don't play, you can't be considered a good player. Like, you you, you have to play. You are the Jacksonville Jaguars of the NBA. Sorry. I saw you going back and forth with that dude. I was like, I'm, I'm trying to tell you, dude, it's the same it's the same situation. Bad front office. Well, bad front owner. Off, the front office is good this year. I ain't I, I gonna front in the front office is good. They're bad, uh, they were bad uh, last year, but not our the, the pre the prior regime was good. This this regime is pretty good, so I'm not hating on that. The prior regime was terrible. Yeah. But this this like it, Y'all been rebuilding for ten years. 
Like it, it, it's it, it's bad. Since the White Howard one, y'all are just like us. Every good person you have has wanted to leave or has left. You can't keep anybody. No one wants to come anymore. What the biggest free agent thing signing y'all got was who? Tracy McGrady. That was back in the early 2000s. Exactly. Since then. When have they made a big, gigantic splash in free agency? Besides, like... Rashard Lewis, that's really it. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, we don't count that. But, it's, but he, was a, he, was a, he, he was a good he was a good player, but Turkey Glue was better than he was. Oh, man. And y'all had Turkey Glue for a while. Yeah, we came back from the Spurs and signed him back, so... But, nah, it's just... They're, they're... But it's been... You see what I'm saying? It's been few and far between. I, I was Jaguars, our, Jaguars, our biggest free agent signing was Calais Campbell and uh, A.J. Boye, and then both of those guys were gone within three years. I would say this. Both teams, I'm talking about the Jazz match, they're turning the right direction. They got their quarterback as the Jags, and then uh, we're, we're finding a couple pieces in the drive. We got another draft pick. We got assets, so we'll see where it goes. That's why I'm saying I'm not sitting there, and, and, and I'm the one getting a match on but you know, there's already people already picking the match goes to the playoffs next year. I'm like, no, don't do this to yourself. No, and there's, there's no. Have you look here? Have you not seen how good the East is right now? Right. Listen, like them young teams aren't going anywhere. Kevin, there's 80 percent of Matter fans who already know that we're not going to the playoffs next year. We're aware of this. There's the other. 20%. It should be 98.7 percent of Magic fans know they're not going to the playoffs next year. And unfortunately, Kevin, we got. Our own, we, we, everybody, every every fan base, have, we got our own nuts, so, nutty fans. You got a lot, y'all got a lot of nuts. Yeah, so, um, Kevin mentioned before the Kings gets a bonus in that trade. You got Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Hill, uh, Tristan Thompson. The Kings get a bonus, Justin Holiday, Jeremy Lamb, and a 23 second round pick. I do like the draft. Who's, who's the best? Who's the best player in that trade? Who's the best player in that trade? Sabonis. Yep. No. What? Who, uh, who's the best player, Kevin? Uh, Buddy Hill. Buddy Hill is going to end up being the best player in that trade. Uh, I disagree. Yeah. Sabonis <laughs> Tabo- Tabo- had that all-star year, and then he's with Papucci. I don't know, man. He's going to be – I'm telling you. I don't sleep on Sabonis, man. He's going to be good. I, I do I do think people are hyping up Howard Burton, though. Like, they've been like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I like him. He's good. <laughs> And then I was hoping he stayed with the Kings. I get he, but they're overhyping him. And then Kevin, been, has it been overhyped? Yeah. So McCollum, this is the big one they brought up. Uh, McCollum, he's going to the uh, Pelicans for uh, Josh Hart, Alexander Walker, from the, you know players that we do know, Thomas Sanaraski. Uh, but this the big story about this: you break up CJ, you break up Dane. Um, this was uh, one of the fun and duos to watch growing up, or at least a decade ago. Uh, Kevin, yep. what's your thoughts about them keep breaking them up? And, and I mean, they should have did this a few years ago, right? <laughs> oh God, yeah, they should have. They should have done it when both of the guys were at their peak. Mm-hmm. When the bad part is, a lot of these trades that go on, these guys aren't at their peak value when they get rid of them. Yeah. So you're getting back uh, for. Uh. But if, if you would have got rid of CJ or Dane. A couple of years ago, who knows what you would have got back? Mm-hmm. You would have got back enough to where you could build the Blazers back up. Now you're just having to go out and be like, okay, well, we'll get what we can for them now. 
Yeah. So and that's the bad part about NBA trades. You never get that. It's like I always tell you about, yeah, you want to trade them. Who are you going to trade them for? Because you're not going to get back what you think you're going to get back. Look at Philly. How long did Philly hold on to, to Simmons thinking they were going to get back some big, gigantic, good trade? Mm-hmm. And they didn't. All they got was Harden. Yeah. So it's just you have to – when somebody gives you that value, you got to take it. And two years ago, people were trying to give them that value for Dame and for and for CJ. But yeah. they, didn't, they didn't bite until this year. So you got to live with what you got now. Exactly, but I just feel I just feel bad for Dave. But he does. The guy has a lot. He's been having a lot of injuries lately. He's not getting any younger. Uh, he's had his moments in 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 Portland. But man, I would lo- I would love to see him go somewhere else to where he can get his moments there. Yeah, I listen. I'm I'm always for players up on the player. If he's fine where he's at, cool. It, it, it is what it is. You like for them to win and everything like that, but some players just come where they're at. Man. I don't. I ain't mad at it. You know, room for a uh, small market team. So it, it, it's he. John came out again and said, "Hey, I'm. You know, I'm still want to stay here unless they want to trade me. I want to stay here." So uh, yeah. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, I'm all for whatever the player wants. Let the player get exactly. because really, it, it's not about the organization. Cool. We root for the name on the front of it. Yeah on the front of the jersey, but the names on the back of it, these guys get paid for it. So I'm not going to be mad if they want to go or if they want to try to get to something somewhere else or they think they need to go somewhere else to be able to to make the best value for themselves and win a championship. Because at the end of the day, that's what it's all about to all these guys. Exactly. Well, not all of them. Some of them are definitely just there for a paycheck. Yeah. But most of these guys, man, they want to win that ring. That's validation. <laughs> Oh, uh, don't get me started on that kid no more. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, hey, let's, let's got a dang got a dang guy coming out of the G League playing better than he is. <laughs> ninety million dollars or fifty million dollars? Oh, no, it's ninety million. Yeah. That made it even worse. All right, <sighs> let's close this bad boy up, man. I know you got to go somewhere. And I got. I got can we just take the money that he's making and just give it to Tyler Hero now? <laughs> just just give it to Tyler. That's funny, man. All right, make sure you stay tuned with me and Kevin. Um, oh, we didn't even talk about the all-star picks and who got snubbed. Uh, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> everybody everybody got snubbed. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. So we're at an hour anyway, so I'm wrapping it up. Um, make sure you follow the podcast Tway on Twitter. You can follow us at Balls Knock Court. You can follow me at End of Mind of CP. Kevin C twenty four fifteen. Go to our anchor FM slash Cortez dot Paul to get the podcast there or end of mind Facebook page, you can just type Balls Knock Court Podcast. Instagram, you're we're at Balls Knock Court Podcast. We're also on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Windows, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, and many other sites as well. Or can't wait to tell you. Yeah, wherever you did it before, just keep doing it there. <laughs> did it. Do it there. I like it. <laughs> just do it. Do it there. If you listen to us while you're in the bedroom, do it there, too. Oh, man. I'm just- so, there you go. Well, all right, guys. You know, like- voice while you're doing that <laughs> while you're there guys uh, take care enjoy uh, 
today is something today. So enjoy enjoy the twelfth. I'm not gonna say what it is, but enjoy the day of Saturday of February twelfth. <laughs> have fun have fun today. Um if you're trying to find some chicken wings, good luck. Uh may the force be with you. Um yeah, good luck trying to find all that crap for tomorrow. I'm still gonna say it. Oh. Have fun. Y'all watch the Super Bowl tomorrow. Enjoy. There it is, or I was gonna say the B word, but yeah, I have to on time today. Oh, I ain't saying nothing about that. Screw Monday. <laughs> Alright guys, take care. Cortez Paul, Kevin Carter, Ball My Court Podcast, enjoy the rest of y'all day. Ah. Thank you.